Full Court Press, episode three. We are back to talk more basketball. Um, we've had some exciting NBA games, but first, I think we got to talk about the Atlanta Braves, Bro. World Series champs. How we feeling, LJ? This this is crazy because I'm the only one here that's from ATL. Taff is a big Braves as well, but uh, been watching Braves since I was fucking three years old. We had Kelly Johnson, Andrew Jones, Super Jones, Greg Maddox. Had some rough years, like some 50-win seasons, 60-win seasons. And uh, we are, I was at a watch party Tuesday, and this last the last inning, last out, um, he, Gary L. lines out to, to Dansby, throws to Freeman, and, like, instantly, like, I just, like, faint. Yeah. I couldn't even believe it. And, like, I started. You fainted? Yes. Like, blacked out or, like. No, I didn't black out, ground. but I was on the ground. Oh, my God. I started tearing up because, like, this shit means so much to me because, like, if there's one team that I would want to win a championship, it's the Braves. Like, I'm a a Todd fan, but we win so much, no offense, that it's, like, kind of old. It's not, it's it's never completely old, but it's it's not as satisfying as seeing the first, the Braves win in 26 years. And the fact that we didn't have Acuna, Soroka, Azuna, um, we didn't even have Travis Darnold for uh, thirty plus games of the season, and for us, uh, I think we were we were the odds were like hella against us. I want to say we were like oh, yeah. plus plus five hundred or some shit like that. Yeah. Probably more than that. It was plus four thousand at the All Star break, which means that you, if you bet ten dollars, you win four hundred dollars, which is nuts. And then like we went on the road to LA, won two games there, beat the salary cap stackers, and then we come home. Beat the Trastros, I mean Astros, my fault. Um, <laughs> beat the Astros in six. Nice. Um, it was it's great, man. And yeah. to, to see Freddie and his family like that after mm-hmm. the game, he's dedicated 16 years to our organization. And then I saw a video too of Hank Aaron's grandson showing the fireworks after that win, and he was like crying. And I was like, that that junk is just yeah. got me in my feelings, low key, bro. Oh, yeah. Championships are awesome, especially for your hometown team. Um, I know Kansas witnessed the Super Bowl, that Philly was, Eagles. Beating Tom Brady is just a different level of satisfaction. Oh yeah, that, that parade, that too. parade was absolutely nuts. I mean, when Philly gets excited, they like self sabotage their own city, which is <laughs> for a different time. But like, it was nuts. That's how it's supposed were, like, to be though. Flipping cars, like yeah. flipping so cars. Fun. I remember when the Phillies won the World Series, though, too, when I was in, like, elementary school. My yeah, that Shane Vittorino, Ryan like, Howard team. Yeah, that was a good team. Yeah. I like that team. And I just we like, went outside in our driveway, like, banging pots and pans with yeah, like, yeah. fireworks. And I was, like, that's awesome. got to stay up late on the school night. Oh, yeah. Oh, Those yeah. memories that last a lifetime. There were a lot of memories made in Atlanta because of the Braves. I think the biggest team that that World Series affects is the Atlanta Hawks because now the curse is broken for Atlanta sports. The choke, nah, as everyone knows. No, no way. I mean, the pressure's on the, the dogs Hawks. right now. The you're pressure the is on the dogs right now. Yeah. Number one yeah. team in the country. And look, the crazy yeah, part is Hank Aaron wore number 44. We scored 44 runs in the postseason. Holy shit. Yeah, like that, 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 that stat is crazy. It's like how like coincidental is that? Yeah. Anyway, so, man. The crazy. Hawks, yeah, the Hawks took one LO last night to the Nets. They did, yeah. Get into those. Yeah, they're great World Series games, but there's also been some great basketball games. Ken's Hawks taking the L. What do you think about the Brooklyn Nets now? 
I don't know. I mean, KD obviously 32 points. Got to give it to him. Went crazy last yeah. night. Yeah. So I think he's top five, like offensive leader. I think number three, number two. That's just some KD shit though. Just to go crazy yeah, like yeah. that. So. Yeah. Um, KD's still being KD. Happy to see that they're making it work without Kyrie. Um, yeah. Yeah. By the Hawks, I mean. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. I feel like the Brooklyn Nets are the most hated team in basketball right now. Yes, the only thing that keeping the Nets from being like they're a good team, but they would be great if they had a vertical lob threat. James Harden thrives off the alley oop. Doesn't really have a center that you can throw the ball up to. Because and Mm thinking Houston, he had had Capella, um, and he had uh, what's the other center's name? I can't think his name right now. The fucking light skinned dude. Anyways, without a. Not Houston. Uh, it's my Houston Rockets. But they do have Blake Griffin, yeah. who, iconic dunk contest. I mean, he's he's still a hooper, and you can still throw him some alley-oops. It is what it is, though. I mean, he's, this bounce not the same as it used to be. But um, I did see they got Bruce Brown playing the four again, which they, they had that last year in the playoffs, and Harden threw him alley-oop, and he, like, threw that shit down. Shout out to my boy, Brad Keese. Uh, it's Bruce Brown's his brother, not one of my best friends. Um he, he called me last night. He was like, bro, my brother's, like, putting it work right now. And I was like, yeah, low-key. Um, they still suck, though. So I was talking shit to him. But the Hawks, uh, the Hawks, are, I think they're 4-3 and three right now. I'm not totally sure on that. Someone should probably look that up for me real quick. But um, Cam Reddish looking good. Cam Reddish is looking really good. Um, I don't know how that works with Bogdan playing the three with him. As – if I was a Hawks, though, I'm putting Cam up in front of him, though. Yeah, I think John Collins has been playing really well um, for the yeah, Hawks. Yeah, he has. And then Trey Young's doing his thing. I'm excited for Trey Young to get back um, to New York. I didn't realize this, but they're playing on Christmas Day in the city. Um, yeah. the NBA fuck, thinks fuck they're Trae slick, bro. <laughs> NBA thinks they're slick by doing that shit. They always do that. They put, yeah. like, the two most hated teams on Christmas every time. Um, DeAndre Hunter played really well last night too. Like he, the stats didn't really show it, but he had a lot of like, like gritty like hustle plays. Yeah. I mean, twenty six points. He led the team. So yeah. oh yeah, that's I'm tripping. But they're I mean they're five hundred. They definitely still have some things to figure out. Um, a team that is doing well uh, in the East, definitely better than the Hawks four and four record. Um, you got to look at the Sixers and the Bulls, two teams mm-hmm. that have had some success. Kansas, that was a big win for Philly. Yeah, it's Seth Curry with a little jumper three mm. to secure the game. Um, he's been playing great. He put up 22 points. Uh, Embiid was behind him, but not by much. Um, you know, they let up a little in the fourth quarter. I think that was the only quarter they got outscored in. But overall, another team that's just kind of making it work better than you would think without, you know, the whole Simmons thing. Yeah. The, you know, the drama continues. There was rumors that he was going to make it to the West Coast trip, and now he – He's saying he's not mentally ready, but he's also not accepting any help from the Sixers staff. So yeah, that's, her, he's that's where the frustration is. It's like, don't tell us you're not mentally ready, and then you won't accept help from anyone. So now what do you want us to do about it? He's but, hurting his trade value a lot. Yeah. The thing is, though, I didn't even know this until I think Taff actually told me this after our last podcast, is that um, Ben is going through some, some family issues, too. Yeah. That nobody's even talking about. Um, I'm not gonna get into like the details. So it's kind of like look low key a little bit like too graphic. I mean, it's not really graphic, but a lot of like you know a lot of sexual references were made and it's a lot of accusations were made. But 
he could be going through it or he could be flat out lying. We, we don't know. Right. Like, only only Ben Simmons knows that. So, yeah. uh, but regardless, the Sixers are still balling out with that win. They're now six and two, mm-hmm. second in the East, only behind the Miami Heat, who are balling out right now. Yeah, we'll talk um, about them. In we'll a get it. Yeah, we'll yeah. get into them. Um, I know Ken wants to talk about Jimmy Butler, but. Another game from last night that we want to go over, Hornets and the Warriors. My Charlotte team is not looking too good anymore. Um, obviously, they started out 3-0, and the best start in franchise history, which is kind of sad because 3-0 and is, like, not great. But <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. It was fun while it lasted. They lost in overtime to the Celtics. That was their first loss. And then since then, have not been doing too great. They're now 5-4. and four. Yeah. Um, the only thing that's going well for them right now is Miles Bridges, who had 32 points in that game. Um, right. He's balling out. But regardless, the Warriors kind of put a spanking on my boys. Yeah, Miles Bridges. The Warriors are like, they're only going to get better. Like, they're going to have a beautiful problem of once everyone's healthy, like, how do we get everyone the playing time they need? Yeah. And that's, like, a great problem to have that a lot of teams don't have right now. Gary Payton Jr. Uh, caught an absolute body last night. He's probably a candidate for dunk of the year. Um, it was it was nasty, but um, the Hornets, man, it's just you can kind of tell that their luck would would kind of fade off a little bit. I mean, they're they have really talented players. Miles Bridges is probably an early candidate for MIP um, right off the bat. I mean, he's think he's averaging like twenty seven points right now over the first seven games. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see how that goes, though. I mean, there's, there was a lot of quick out of the gate, fun, exciting teams to watch, but it's just about who's sustainable. And I think the Heat are one of those teams that, that the patterns they have are sustainable patterns. Maybe not. They may, probably won't be the number two offense they'll lead for long, but they their defense is sustainable. Like I think that's something they will carry on, and I think they're going to be a great playoff team because of that. I mean, they have mm-hmm. a defense a lot of teams don't. So even if they don't have a great um, 82 games, I think they will be – dangerous in the playoffs if they can make it. Yeah, definitely. Um, the East is very wide open this year. Real quick, can we talk about DeMar DeRozan real quick? <laughs> well, what about Y'all understand, if this man played in the 80s, he would have been one of the all-time greats. Think about that. He's a mid-range killer. Like, I looked it up. But that's what everyone did back then. He would have just been good. He been but that's right the now. thing. No, he would have been elite because nowadays the, the three-point line is, is, is more stressed. Yeah. But, like, I looked it up, and over the last 10 years, he has the most – he's made the most shots from 8 feet to 16 feet in the NBA over the last decade. Yeah. yeah. Oh. More than KD, more than Kobe, more than LeBron, whatever. He's had the most over That's the last 10 years. Yeah, DeM- DeMar DeRozan's balling out. He is averaging 27 points a game. Um, he's definitely doing well for the Bulls, a team that's on the rise right now, and they're looking good. Yeah. And if he can step up, I mean – who knows? He could be that guy in the playoffs that they go to for that final shot. Um, every team, if you want to make a run, needs to have that one guy. Um, and it's looking like DeMar DeRozan's going to be that guy for them. Yeah. Which is good to I don't, see. I don't think they give the last shot to, to uh, fucking DeMar DeRozan. No, no you way. Think so? Okay. Zach Levine all the way. Exactly. Okay. Zach Levine is like, their biggest like three-point threat on that team right now. Yeah, but it depends. Do you need a two or a three? I was going to say a three-point threat. I don't know if that's yeah, a clutch like, shooter. If, we're, if I'm down one... Three seconds. In wait, wait, wait. Who's the best basket? player on the Bulls right now, in y'all's opinion? DeMar DeRozan is. Really? He's the best player without being the guy you're going to throw the ball to at the end of the game. Yeah, that's true. So y'all think DeMar he's is scoring. better than Zach Levine? I mean, DeMar DeRozan is scoring more points. Than oh, fucking way, bro. I don't know if he makes the No way. 
he's been he's their offensive leader. He's fourth in the league right now in total points. Speaking of the guy you need to go to when the pressure's on, Jimmy Butler's that guy for the Heat right now. Mm-hmm. I, the thing about the Heat is that they all seem to be so happy for each other's success. I mean, I think that's why they're doing so well, and that's what kind of makes them different than some of these other teams right now. Like, they want to see each other succeed, and they want to give the ball to each other. Jimmy will do his thing when he needs to, but he's not trying to make it all about him at all points of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the Heat look great. Um, obviously, you talked about Jimmy Butler, 10th in scoring right now. Mm-hmm. But a guy that I think is the making the biggest impact in Miami is Bam Adebayo. Um, he can get defensive... Uh, player of the year. He's mm-hmm. third in rebounds. Um, he's averaging 13.8 a game. That's nuts. He's making a big impact really on both sides of, of the court. Right. I just find them boring to watch. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I just find them I so disagree. boring to watch. I think they're so fun to watch. I look at all their players like Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Bowler, Bam. Those are all guys that are good, but like, I can do without. I don't know. Yeah. No, nah, for sure. I think they're Writing for six man of the year. Like I think that they're the thing is, they don't have a lot of depth. And you can you can argue both ways. You know, they have a great record right now, but you can blame it on, you know, the Bucks were shorthanded or Memphis was missing Dylan Brooks. Or you could also No, nah, don't backtrack now. Talk your yeah, shit, Kins. I want I want I want you know stay on that stay on that lane. But I, I do think what they're doing is sustainable relative to like the Charlotte who they're kind of seeing the downhill now. But I, I have it's confidence in the heat. It's a hard truth. Definitely can stay over 500, right. I think. So when we get to our sports betting segment, I want you to keep that same energy with the heat. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. For okay. Sure. Let's go then. Uh, I, I will just, I mean, we're going to wait for all of our bets, but Miami Heat tonight, hammer it. That's against an instant the Celtics. lock. An instant. Dude, the, instant. We'll talk about this. Like, the no Celtics way. are chaos. Celtics no are garbage. Way. The Heat uh, are the best team in the East yeah. right now. I mean, Jimmy, he's averaging averaging most, whoa, let me backtrack, averaging more points per game than he ever has in his career. Mm-hmm. His field goal percentage has never been higher. He's averaging almost three steals a game. And these aren't things that are new to him. He's always been good at these things. He he's has. just doing them really well now yeah. and just better. It's, so that, to me, is something that he can carry on through the season. Yeah, record-wise, the Heat are the best team. They're 6-1, and one, but do you, y'all really trust them to make the finals? No. The answer is hell no. No, the answer is no. So like, I don't take them serious no at all. reason to really terribly doubt them right now. The Heat and the Jazz are in the same boat to me. Like, they're both going to be number one seeds probably, but they're not going to win anything. Yeah. I don't know. Because Kyle it's Lowry. Because I think that the Heat could do so well in the playoffs. Kyle Lowry is not going <laughs> to. Kyle Lowry cannot be your starting point guard on a, on a, on a championship winning team. There's no way. The only reason why they won, because. Because KD and Clay got hurt. And everybody knows that. Yeah, and they're a team that is in trouble if people start to get hurt, for sure. Yeah. I think uh, relative to other teams, they're in trouble. They don't have the depth. But now, I think they're fun to watch. Now, luckily, I think so too. when you come to the Heat, they don't have guys that are injury prone. So, like, they right. can sustain themselves pretty well. Um, like I said, I don't – I don't. <laughs> it's like, it's like, eh. I like watching good fundamental basketball. Eric Spolstra has those guys playing good fundamental basketball, and I enjoy watching that. Did you like watching the Spurs when in their prime in, like, 2012 when Popovich had them passing the ball around the Selfishly, I didn't like because I was a LeBron fan, but looking back at it now, like, that was, so one of the, that was the, the best IQ and passing team I've ever seen play mm-hmm. since I've been alive. 
You could argue Warriors, but I think the Spurs have had them in that category a little bit more. Are the Heat in that tier? I think so. I think Jimmy Butler is so fun to watch. I, I agree. Like I think they're fun to watch the way the Spurs were. Um, I think it's obvious that they are playing as a team, and it's not one man's show, mm-hmm. which I enjoy. If we go back to 2019 and when, when he was on Philly, I personally think that Philly would have went to the finals if they would have been able to get past the Raptors. Yeah. That was a really lucky shot that Kawhi made. Props to him and it went around the rim like, like six I times. I that back in my head. Like, I remember exactly. There's an edit out there that has, like, the uh, I think I Father Stretch My Hands, like, song behind it. And, and it goes, like, in slow motion the whole time. But it's. I think I have a video of me and my friends set up ready to react to the Sixers winning and then jaw-dropping. <laughs> we need we, like, gotta we, find we gotta that. find that video. It was, it was bad. We gotta find that. It was like, oh. he was great on the Sixers. I really enjoyed watching him. I was really upset when he left. Mm-hmm. I know not everyone felt that same way, but he's a clutch guy that we don't have now. And we're, we're missing that role on our team. Definitely need that. And maybe Ben Simmons can be traded for someone who would fulfill that role. We'll see. Um, market value is going down quickly. So that I don't see that happening. One thing I will say about the Heat also real quick is that they have a guy, Duncan Robinson, that is becoming a lost art form in the NBA. Mm-hmm. There aren't that many guys that are, like, purely spot-up shooters anymore. Like, there's guys that can, like, do it all. Mm-hmm. But I remember guys like Mike Miller and uh, Steve Novak in 2012, 2013. Uh, what's the guy for the Spurs? Matt Bonner. Those type of guys that can just come off the bench and just, like, just drill threes. Yeah. Um, and that's why I like Cork Moss kind of because he kind of does that too for the for the 76ers yeah. as well yeah, yeah i love cool Big um, so we're talking about the heat um kins hinted a little towards jimmy butler something that's going to affect him in the future is this new foul rule um i know you want to get into that yeah i mean it's going to affect so many players jimmy to me isn't trying to fool anyone regard like he wants to take the body but he's not trying to draw the foul he's just like used to having that contact but there are guys like harden Steph, Trey Young, that are they're down three, four, five points on what they're usually averaging, and mm-hmm. it, this rule, this rule starting to show. I don't know if it's doing what it was intended to do. I think it's like playing out the stats that it has created are a little more intense than I think were intended. It's the lowest offensive efficiency since 2014, fewest free throws per game in the modern era of the NBA. That's crazy. Like some like lowest field goal percentage since 2000, lowest free throw percentage since 2003. Like shit's kind of hitting the fan, for, <laughs> and I don't know if that was what was intended. But some guys love it. Steph Curry, shockingly, was one of the guys who was like, you know, if we're gonna do this consistently and do it right, I'm here for it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Steph, I, like I don't it. know. This is kind of like how it. you. I like it. Um, I think the NBA was soft, and I think that they're. Totally agree. Kind of trying to mm-hmm. fix that a little bit. If you look at, like, I mean, the NBA Finals last year, just the, the playoffs in general, mm-hmm. there were just so many dumb, like, yeah. plays where the the guy would just drive and then draw the foul, like, and then mm-hmm. he'd be on the free throw line. Games would take so long down the stretch because it was just free throw mm-hmm. line, free throw line, free throw line, and it's really cutting down on that, which it, right. it's, it's good to see from me. Yeah. It, it's tough for Harden, and despite he has so many other factors, I mean, he couldn't really practice in the preseason, was hurt. Um, it's like he's not really in his groove yet, but so it's hard to tell how much of it has to do with the actual his type of game. Yeah, um, that'll play itself. But out. it's an old school decision, and when you think of the decision came from the competition committee, and you think about who's on the competition committee. I did some research. You have Kyle Lowry and Chris Paul are some of the players on the committee. This obviously benefits them. 
You have Dwayne Casey, who's an old school coach. You have old school refs. And then MJ is leading this whole movement, who obviously is like supporting. MJ thinks that this whole generation is just so soft, which it kind of is. I can't really. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you think about the people on the competition committee. Seeing who it benefits, what teams it benefits, I think the Warriors are going to benefit a lot from this, and the Heat are going to benefit. And then there's guys who are kind of screwed from this. I bet MJ is sitting on his couch, smoking his cigar in his mansion, watching LeBron complain to the refs, and he's just living his best life. Well, speaking of LeBron, with the whole Pippen thing that's coming back, um, Scotty was saying how he's just trying to prove to our current generation that he's better than LeBron, better than life. What do you think about that? I think that? that's an accurate statement. You think so? Yeah. Because if you watch The Last Dance, episode 10, which is the last episode, they go and, like, they did a poll, and, like, they had people vote on, like, what what player does which thing better. Like, they had Jordan for defense, Jordan for scoring, and that's arguable for, for both of those. But passing, there's no debate. LeBron is a way better passer than Jordan, and they had they had Jordan as a better passer than LeBron James. We're going to get into this every episode, aren't we? Yeah. Well, you can't even deny that fact, though. Unrelated to LeBron, the statement that Pippen made was just, it was, it seemed a little over the top. I understand there's probably like 17 years of build-up resentment coming, but it was, felt, it's hard to like not be biased when you read just his statement. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't, well, I knew, but not until recently that no one else got a cent from that film. I mean, they, they had cameras in their, like their whole entire lives, and. I think MJ made like ten mil or something nuts, and no one else made any money. I really don't understand why this is resurfacing though, because like they talked about this right after the the Last Dance aired. Mm-hmm. Pippen talked about this, and he he think he got he was because at that time he was working with um, he's on the jump. I think that show got canceled since then because Rachel Nichols got herself into a little bit of trouble. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, he was talking about it on the jump, and then he kind of just wanted to just it to be done. But I don't, I don't, I don't really know how it got readdressed. But mm-hmm. since it did, um, let's talk about that. Uh, I don't think Pippen's wrong here. I really don't. If you watch the last dance, there's a lot of bias that you can tell that went into MJ's like statements. Um, and it kind of seemed from an onlooker's perspective that it was a documentary about Jordan and not I feel the like Bulls. That was what we expect, like, I think it was advertised that way. I don't think it was a shock factor. No, it was wasn't. It was advertised as the last dance, meaning, like, but the like last... But, 90% of it being MJ. Like, yeah, that's... I feel like we, we, America knew what they were getting themselves into. I don't think people expected a Scotty Pippen documentary. Did Scotty know that, though? Did Scotty know that, though? That's true. That, I guess yeah, but know. would there have been a last dance without MJ? No. They would there have been, been a last dance without Scotty Pippen? No. I just, yeah, I I don't know. I get where he's, like, coming from. I think I remember a lot of that documentary, like, not revolving around him, but it's not like he was shadowed in that, I don't think, by Mm. any means. Um, Obviously, there's more behind the scenes that I don't know or any of us know. I understand the frustration. And that's the thing, too, is, like, the people that edit and post-produce these type of shows, they pick and choose which clips to keep in. So there could be some additional context that was left out just yeah. just for the pace of like the the pace well, of the show. MJ was the lead. Yeah, no, director, of course. Which probably yeah, had like that's probably that had impact on that. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the last dance, um, college basketball is starting, and Duke is looking to have their last dance with Coach K. Mm-hmm. Um, it's his last year. The best 
college basketball coach of all time. He's up there with John Wooden. Um, but college basketball starting Tuesday, and I can't wait. Um, it's going to kick off in New York with the Champions Classic. Duke is playing Kentucky. All-time matchup there. Mm-hmm. And Kansas and Michigan State. What better way to start out college basketball? Um, and we're, we're in the swing of things now, guys. NBA yeah. season's rolling. College basketball starting things up. Things are happening. I'm excited. Yeah, it's interesting. We came off such a bizarre NCAA year last year when you looked at, like, the top 25 mm-hmm. teams, a lot of random teams, a lot of, like, historical teams not making it on the top 25. So yeah. it's interesting. I'll be interested to see how those teams recover. Teams like Kentucky, who are definitely looking to have a better season than we did last year. Yeah. And I'll be honest, when I was in high school, I used to follow, like, the recruiting rankings for basketball heavily. Like, I would always be watching highlight tapes and uh, – high school mixtapes, but since I've gotten older, like, I don't know, it feels different for me to, like, watch guys that are younger than me. Mm-hmm. So I can't really, I don't really dedicate the same time that I do, but um, I know for a fact that Brandon Boston is still at Kentucky, and I know he was looking forward to having a better year than he had last year, um, and I want to see how, how UK bounces back. I mean, they had a subpar year last year, and it, you're just not used to all those top teams not making the tournament. Like, we didn't have yeah. Kentucky, Duke, or... Uh, who am I missing right now? I think UNC didn't make it, right? Yeah, UNC made it. But Kentucky didn't. Um, yeah. Just one more big one, though. I'm forgetting. Did Kansas not make it either? Or no, they made it. Yeah, they made it. I don't know. Fuck if it. you would have asked me in March, I would have yeah. been able to tell you what the yeah. whole bracket It feels like it was, like, years and years ago. Yeah. I, I had, for Christmas, for freshman year, like, two years ago, mm-hmm. uh, March Madness Final Four tickets in Atlanta, and then it got yeah, cut. So that... That's done, but I'm excited. Uh, naturally, a Villanova fan, big in our area. I like to see Colin Gillespie's back for his um, COVID year. That should be exciting. Um, Especially yeah, after getting hurt. Yeah. Um, and they made a run in the NCAA tournament too after getting mm-hmm. upset by Georgetown mm-hmm. in the um, Big East yeah. tournament. That's your team of choice in are they in Pennsylvania, Villanova. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are. I didn't know I that. I think that's like the only college. Penn, Penn State's not that bad City, in basketball. Yeah. yeah. They're kind of mid, though. Yeah, no one really is big UPenn. It's mostly Villanova. Um, Imagine being a UPenn fan. <laughs> UPenn's scary as hell. It's like in the middle of the city. Like, like Georgia you, Tech. You, walk, you don't walk off that campus. Yeah. Temple's kind of the same. You don't one. walk off that campus? No. Okay. Is that why you didn't go to UPenn? Yeah, tough to see. They get full ride to UPenn. I was like, ah, gotta kick it to the SEC. Well, you had a full ride to UPenn? No, no, I was about to say, like, <laughs> smart ass. No. All right, I think it's time to get into our sports betting. We do it every week. The best bets for tonight's games. We had mm-hmm. a solid week last week. We went 4-1. and one. That's crazy. 3-1. Three 3-1. And, three and one, three and which one. Was nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, so and Memphis almost had it, too. They were looking good at the half. And yeah. And I was a little upset about that. So right. I have to recover this week. Can't complain. Full court press is up right now. We're going to try and stay that way. Kins, who are we locking up tonight? We're definitely locking um, Miami minus six. Okay. The Celtics are utter chaos. I don't see a situation where... You said we. I'm not I'm not a part of that, so I don't see keep a it to yourself. Where Miami I'm, I'm riding it. I'm riding it. Loses this game. No. I'm on the Miami train right now. They I'm going to ride it through tonight. Six we points. have to remind our viewers that we are recording this on... Thursday, Thursday for Thursday yeah. night's games. So, obviously, this will happen before this comes out. So, you guys can check us tomorrow on Friday and see how we did. That's the best part about this yeah. is that. They're wrong. <laughs> yes, but we do post them on Instagram, so be sure to follow 
full court press. Um, Kins is doing a great job running that. I love her heat bet. I'm going to tail it. Um, they have to cover a six-point spread. I think they do that easy. Mm-hmm. The Heat have been blowing teams out this year. Um, they've won by double digits, so like I think, six times. Yeah. Um, I see them steamrolling the Celtics tonight, especially because Boston just does not look good at all. Mm-hmm. Steamrolling. Yes, yes. I can I see so. the Lakers. It's a hot take. I think the Lakers are going to cover, too. I think they're home. They're angry about how things went in Oklahoma City. I could see them covering the 13 point spread. Okay. So I'm going to take a lot. It's a lot of points. And I'm not even big on the Lakers train. Because last week we took OKC to cover a spread against the Lakers. We did. And they and OKC won. That and would be now, really mean of me to just Yeah, that's true. Oh, I don't know. Vegas knows something. There's a reason that's it's 13 even yeah. though the Lakers lost to them last time. Um, I don't know. I'm going to take the Lakers. I just picture them doing well tonight. Um on the home court. Um, I will also be taking the Sixers, um, what is it, minus five? Yep. Yeah. Against the Pistons. Yeah. I honestly... In Detroit. Yeah. I mean, they're playing well. I I know they're down. They're down uh, Danny Green, Tobias Harris, but Seth's doing well. Like, they're figuring it out. I don't see how they couldn't figure it out against the Pistons. Um, The Pistons are one and six. Yeah, I'll be. But they just got Cade back last game, so yeah, they didn't have him for that. But you gotta find that rhythm, you know. Yeah, Cade Cade's still figuring things out. Yeah, um, he's got he's had a slow start. But It'll take some time too. I don't think he gets it back tonight, um, at least enough to help his team. Yeah, beat the Sixers. I think Sixers got that game in the bag because, like you're saying, they're playing good without Simmons. Yeah, they look good. Um, we'll see if they can keep it up. Rockets, Suns. Uh, Suns are favored by 10.5. I don't think the Suns will cover that spread, though. I think that they'll still win, but they won't They won't cover 10.5, though. So I'm taking the Rockets in the under, I guess. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Rockets to cover. Yeah. All right. So we got Heat minus 6, Rockets plus 10.5, Lakers minus 13.5. That's all Ken's. Um <laughs> We'll see if we can get have another. I'm buying that week. though, because they feel, they feel offended for letting the Thunder yeah. come offended. back twenty down twenty six and then beat them. So and if they want to like play it. well, like, like yeah, they yeah. can do some damage, and I think they're angry. And I think I mean, hey, if we beat LA twice, angry. I'll be happy as hell. Yeah. But am I, am I a fool to say that I think that the NBA has a lot of blowouts because teams nah, start, yeah. stop trying in the fourth quarter once yeah. they're down big. I had a couple problems with the NBA sometimes. My biggest problem is offensive rebounds. I there just needs to be more of them. Totally agree. I love that about college basketball. Yeah, Everyone's even high school basketball. Like I want to see everyone crash the boards, and they it's really yeah. frustrating that no one does. I think that's my biggest problem. The reason for that is because if you don't do that in college, you're gonna get benched. They're not gonna bench you in, in the NBA for not for not getting a fucking offensive rebound. Like they're well, just not gonna do it. Chance points are a huge part that's of the, the game. They are, the but there's just nobody. There needs to be more threat to to get scrappy under the net. If there's we a need, if there's yeah, a the risk, NBA needs to be more scrappy. That's the NBA could learn from some high school basketball teams. If there's a risk of me jumping and getting a board and like rolling my ankle, I'm not gonna take it. Especially if I don't have to. They don't even have to jump though. They're so fucking tall. I mean, they're just like at least just just crash the boards a little bit. I'd, I'd like to see a little more effort shown. Yeah. 
It's like watching the first three quarters of like the All Star game are like so painful. It's not until the fourth quarter where things kind of start happening. Like that's how it, it's the same Man, type it, of frustration it, it, that I have. Yeah, it's like what are we doing here? It's more like a three point contest. Um, I'm going to go for my lock Hawks money line. They're hosting the Jazz. The Jazz are the best team in the West right now. Um, kind us. of just riding the Atlanta wave. <laughs> I think John Collins, Trey Young. Um, oh, now he wants to ride the ATL wave, Kenz. Before we turn the cameras on, he was talking <laughs> shit about my city, saying that we're basically all bandwagons, which may or may not be true. But, uh, yeah, man. So, no, fuck that. We, <laughs> He's I'm a not, Braves fan. He's, I I'm believe Thompson actually. My problem Braves with fan. Atlanta no, is that. I believe that as well. Is that you guys only are Braves fans. Where's the love for the Hawks and the Falcons? Yeah. None, because they're not good. The Hawks are starting to get better, so you're starting to ride them a little more. But. For the most part, Atlanta f- teams are not very passionate about their teams. Here's the, the thing, players. though. There's nothing to celebrate when you're losing. Yeah, you so root for them. Philly could disagree. Those, Y'all haven't had a losing season since 20, 2014. In the country. You're talking about the Eagles? Uh, yeah, no. Just Philly no. in general. Hell no. I'm just disagree. saying, no, no one is, I'm just a Sixers fan, but like not an Eagles fan. Like, Oh, you're yeah, saying that yeah. Philly is the most loyal city for their fans, for their teams their at fans a are country. Fucking crazy. Nah. Have you seen Kins at Lincoln Field? I disagree with that. <laughs> Have New- you seen Kins at Lincoln Field? No. <laughs> New York, New York fans imagining. are easily the most loyal fans, probably. I'm ever. just saying you don't take one. They don't take one pro team in their city. You're either a six. No, they're just shitting on my city right now. I don't know what's going not. on. You they're do just have, shitting you have on my some, city. Like, I mean, just from people in the Northeast moving all over, you have some like. New York fans and like Patriot fans, but you can't be mad because they're from Boston or from New York. But for people who were born in Philly, there is no reason not to be a four sport Philly fan. Mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) Mic drop. Philly, Kins is loving her Philly. Um, I'm not, don't take that out of context. Don't say, I'm, I'm riding Phil. I'm riding Atlanta tonight to to beat the Jazz. I think it's a good bet. I'm just trying to make some money. Okay, leave me alone. <laughs> Go North Carolina. Um, that's the best part about this podcast. We have so many different takes Diverse. on different teams. Yeah, Philly, North Carolina, Atlanta, and then randomly San Francisco. That's mm-hmm. a, d- another another thing. Um, what the hell do y'all even do in Philly? Like I'm, now that we're on this, now that we're on this <laughs> yeah, train, I'm riding this the whole way. I c- I'll give Tav Charlotte because Charlotte's low key kind of lit. Tav's not from Charlotte. The the state counts though. Are you from Philly? More than Hell I'm not. Charlotte. Ooh, shit, calling you up, but nah. Damn. What man. do y'all do in Philly? What do you do? Ride in bikes. <laughs> climb do you mountains, do? like I mean. Yeah. Climb mountains. Do you have any mountains? We do have mountains to climb. I think we all have mountains to climb. Here's the thing though. That's a metaphor for life. Y'all don't have Lennox <laughs> Mall, main event. Thank God. And Dreddy's. <laughs> No, Lennox is lit. Y'all just scared. Y'all don't want to go in there. All right, tough guy. I think Relax. LJ needs a trip to Philly to change his mind. Winter break. Bro. The squad Full is going press. to Philly. Field trip. Field trip. Hometown tours. Hometown tours. Y'all know that's not going to happen, though. We're just talking out of ass right now. That's I'll not going to happen. I'm going to try to fight everyone. No, look. I would. are going to fight you back. I'm, I'm with that shit, though. I don't give a damn. I think the I best fear thing nobody. for us to do would be go to a Hawks-Sixers game I know. in Philly. I went to the Eagles-Falcons game. I wonder when the Hawks Sixers game is. You know what, though? Text my dad. Maybe I can get him to come down. You know what's crazy is that flights are really cheap right now. Yeah. So if there is a game in Philly, I'm low. I'm dead ass down to do that. All right, full court press. Go fund me right now. Yeah. Put 
put the Venmo in the bio. Venmo at Taft-Gant. Um, trying to pay for this flight. <laughs> I, I think Philly's great. I've never been, but it seems pretty cool. I it's mean, like a, per- it's not, like New York is like very He fun. said it seems pretty cool and does this. <laughs> <laughs> Taft would go to Philly and just freeze and be like, yeah, you think no, so? No, no. That's the thing. I don't want to go when it's no. like 10 degrees. That? Not oh. Oh, physically, yes. But <laughs> wait, like whoa, wait, what were you thinking? <laughs> what were you thinking in your you head? It is He said cold. freeze. Is, like, yeah. No. I, New York, I think, is very... I like New York, but it's very overwhelming. D.C. is very overwhelming. I think Philly is like a very happy medium of like city vibes, but not like super touristy, super like trashy. So That's like low-key throwing <laughs> shots at all the other cities. Like, y'all are yeah, just no, trashy. I, I really like I like the other cities. It's just like a lot to take in. Like, I think Philly's less overwhelming. It sounds like Philly's like the suburbs for, for, for like Miami or like ATL, basically. That's kind of how it sounds. Mm-hmm. Really? I thought it was big. It is big, but it, like the, I've actually, the, I've actually, the, the setting of it, though, feels the same as like a suburban like New York or Atlanta or L.A. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'd say where I'm from in Philly is, like, the relative to Atlanta. I'm pretty sure. Where are you from? Like, Marietta? Cobb County. So you're saying that Cobb County and Philly are, like, the same, like, feeling or what? I'm just saying, like, me saying I'm from Philly is, like, you, say you you're saying you're from Atlanta. Which is, like, yeah, valid. Basically, yeah, yeah, basically. Like, suburbish. Hey, I claim Kennesaw, but people from out of town ask me, I can't tell them Kennesaw. They don't know what the fuck that is, so yeah. I just say ATO. But it's, like, 30 minutes away. Yeah. All right. Getting off topic, we got Tops got Duke playing Tuesday. Yeah, I'm riding my high horse. I'll be recap college basketball, Mm -hmm. um, NBA. We'll talk about our bets. Maybe we can go three and another three and one, four and zero. Maybe. Maybe. Um, We'll see, but we'll definitely talk about it next week. We'll talk. We'll get get into some more storylines as well. But Mm -hmm. um, until then, enjoy the basketball. Follow us on social media. Subscribe on YouTube and Spotify um, so you can get the best basketball takes in the game.